0: hi everyone we are so excited to be back we i miss everybody so much last week i don't know about everybody else but two weeks is too long so anyway we're back and um we'll just go through real quick and i'll introduce ourselves um we are going to be having chris on the show he'll be joining momentarily um but my name is helen kinson i am merch boss and um I am grateful this week because I got to meet my first Merch Money member. I got to meet Victoria today for coffee, so that was awesome. Um, So Michelle, you're next. Well, I'm Michelle
1: Wentworth, and I'm Merch Mama. And I am so grateful that I got to attend the Rocky Mountain Reseller Conference this past week out in Denver. It was awesome. Travis Ross and Paul Witter put on a great conference each year and um there was a lot of merch talk going on so uh, i really feel grateful that i get to go so oh and can i just give a shout out to zillist because i'm wearing the winning tee for merch mama yes shirt i love it it's got the lucky cats yes Yes. awesome and i I put
0: i put the descriptions for all the shirts in um or the links for all the shirts in the description. But unfortunately I think Amazon's really behind this week that I noticed delays with uploads. I noticed uh, like with getting shirts approved and then, uh, we all ordered the shirts on Wednesday and only two of them came right. Brianna yours didn't come. No, mine hasn't come yet either. Yeah, mine didn't come. So I'll wear mine next week. And I'm sure Brianna will wear hers next week. And Amy, uh, Marketing Mayhem, will wear hers next week. So just a little delay. But anyway, who wants to go next? Brianna?
1: Sure. Um, I'm Brianna Muller-Green. And I'm a co-owner of VA Rentals. And my big... Positive for the week, I think, has been the clients that I've been able to work with. Um, there's some, there's some really uh, great clients that I'm currently talking to and working with on developing some things like Shopify store and you know uh, growing their print-on-demand business. It's just fun to be able to to see the excitement in them and help them.
0: Awesome. Did Luna introduce herself? You want to introduce yourself? In, in. Not tonight? <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for being on the show, Luna. We really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Amy, either one, whoever wants to go. Texas will
2: <laughs> go. I'll go. All right, so my big win for this week is totally merch-related, and it's kind of silly, but I had a shirt, and somebody totally ripped off my design. Of course, they changed it just enough so that it won't, you know, be pixel for pixel, but they misspelled the word. So, but I was still so bitter about this, oh. and um, but my shirt has <laughs> given know. me two hundred dollars. Nice! So I'm like, take that, you little copycat. So <laughs> that's, that's my awesome. win. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, and and also Josh Green, he he won for me merch. Marvel, love it. yeah i do too be careful with parody guys but it is a pretty cool shirt so
3: (laughs) (laughs) it's like the most fitting shirt for you too
2: yeah it kind of is except like i'm not big into dc i'm totally like a marvel geek but it's it's so neat it is perfect it is the perfect design for me so i love it (laughs) thank you
3: (laughs) that's awesome uh i'm amy nicholas and i am the marketing mayhem girl shirt winning shirt to come next week (laughs) Uh, for the week. Um, yeah, win for me. I'm just, I'm just really thankful for all the people that have helped me along my print on demand journey, like just tons of people I've messaged, uh, you know, on Facebook and groups and people that just are willing to like share and give back, I feel like has really helped play a part in my own success and I'm just really thankful to be able to give back through my print on demand uh, daily power punch videos. And I feel like people are really like resonating with them and I'm getting a lot of good feedback and people uh, are telling me I preach it (laughs) now. so I love
1: your videos, Amy. They're amazing. Oh, thank you. I love your videos.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just, I mean, honestly, guys, I just wing it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like I'm a little more comfortable speaking on camera because I've done quite a few YouTube videos in the past, but um, I don't know, probably just the doing it every day thing has helped me, So or Monday through Friday, which to me is kind of like every day (laughs) because the weekends are just like, who knows what's going on, (laughs) but um, yeah, I'm excited to have Chris Blair on the show. Uh, He's just having a little bit of technical difficulty right now with Google Hangouts. Um, I think this will be perfect because I, I wanted to do a quick announcement yeah, um, yeah, so right it. before he
0: comes on. Um, we are, I don't know about everybody, but I at least want to really want to do uh, merch money meetups this year. And, um, I did a poll in the Facebook group. So if you're not in the Facebook group, definitely, uh, join that. It's linked up in this, uh, video. Uh, but I did a poll to see what States everyone lives in and, um, If you just joined our Facebook group, it's in the units section, you just click on units and then uh, it's the very last unit. You just go all the way to the bottom Um, and just say what state you're in because the states that have the most people, I'm gonna try to set up merch meetups. I live in Virginia, so there was only two people so far that live in Virginia, and one of them I met today, Victoria. She literally lives in my city less than 10 minutes away, so that, that was amazing. I met up with her, um, but the next meetup is going to be in New Jersey this Saturday. It's going to be in Hoboken, so if anybody watching, if you live in anywhere near um, Hoboken or if you live in New York City, definitely join the Facebook group and um Go to that meetup. I think we'll have a lot of fun. We'll all be able to just meet each other in person, talk about merch in person, be able to answer like specific questions that you might have with your own account. So, looking forward to that. You guys-
1: oh, yeah, we're dogging. just.
3: I'm just trying to help Chris out um, because Amy Alicia had the same problem with uh, getting onto Google tonight for some reason it's wanting to crash every time he's logging in so he's gonna get on his phone uh, and yeah we've got a a bunch of questions um, for him lined up
0: but I will give a quick
3: intro for him Uh, so Chris Blair he was my very first business coach I ever hired Um, I came out the gate from doing Kindle publishing and wanting to Jump into Shopify and running my own store and having a brand. And uh, he just laid the steps out for me with one on one coaching and and taught me all the basics of Facebook ads. And then as I got more into it, you know, the more advanced stuff. And I really, I feel like I got like the best foundation from him in terms of uh, learning what works, what sells. um, Because if you're running Facebook ads, it's not gonna be like a typical merch shirt, right? Where you could just have like text and things like that. You had to be a little bit more creative uh, with what you were putting um, on your store. And that, his methods of research, which I'll let him kind of get into a little bit later, but that gave me a solid foundation for like knowing how to go and find Uh, stuff for my niche, you know, niche specific things, uh, whether I was looking on Pinterest or Google images or, you know, maybe some other stores. Uh, But his way of doing research was, you know, a lot different from just the like, let's find what's selling and, you know, do our own spin kind of thing. It was more unique, be more original. And my best selling uh, design I ever had on my Shopify store came from that exact method. Uh, and I'm talking something that I sold, gosh, thousands of units of uh, on this particular design because it just it was very unique, right, for my niche, and nobody had thought to put the phrase that I did on the on a shirt. So, uh, yeah, so that was kind of um, how we got started together. But Chris has been doing, gosh, I think he started Teespring in 2014, and so he was just you know hitting it out of the park back when. Teespring was like the go-to print-on-demand platform, right? And just crushing it. And he was one of their top sellers. Uh, I'll let him do the numbers because I don't remember exactly what they were, but he was he was really crushing it. And then he said like, you know, he wanted the whole build a brand, have an asset, not be reliant on a platform that um, I think at the time, Teespring's customer service was starting to go downhill a little bit. Uh, And I think that was probably about 2015 or 16. I'm not sure exactly when things shifted over there. But, yeah, so he's hardcore with his Shopify print-on-demand. That's the only, like, platform-type thing that he does. Uh, Chris actually doesn't do Merch by Amazon, but his strategies, his techniques, and, you know, the whole having a social media following, having... This ability to build your brand online, like I feel like that's you know his strength, and also understanding Facebook ads. Um, his system of Facebook ads has been very, uh, like it's consistent, right? Because I've coached from other people and and bought courses and training, and it's like one month this works, and then the next month it doesn't, right? Because things shift on Facebook, but he's found ways to keep going with it. Um, so I'm just checking my message. He's still having trouble getting on. Um, Amy, did you, did you try anything else when you got on your iPhone? I updated and then got right on, no problem. Um,
2: but yeah, it will not work on my, my iPad. Yeah, it's that's what really he's trying to uh, get on the aggravated. iPad. It's
3: it's not working at all. He's, every time he clicks on the link, it just crashes.
2: Yep, same here. I even reinstalled it. I rebooted
3: everything, but mm-mm. Yeah.
2: Updated on my iPhone and it's working. So.
3: so you updated the app or you updated like the settings on the phone?
2: Oh, I just updated the app on my
0: iPhone.
3: Okay. I'll just let him know that real quick. Um, yeah. So uh, kind of filling the lull. Well, while we, while to- we do that, let's <laughs>
0: shout out some people that are watching. CM Elizabeth is watching and they are a duo team that uh, was one of the winners this week. So unfortunately... The shirt didn't come in yet for them, but we'll wear it next week. Um, Glenn Ruffner's watching, who is my dad. So dad. Um, yeah, yeah. He's a loyal watchner, watcher every week, so I appreciate it. That is so he, cute. He actually just opened an account, so Aww, it's, yeah. it's pretty good. And uh, he knows a lot about computer programming and, and stuff like that. So he's thinking about maybe uh, seeing if he can make different programs that would help with merch. So Hey,
2: get in on that niche, too. That's a good yeah, that if you guys designed for, it too.
0: Yeah, if any of you guys have things that you wish existed, just let me know. We'll tell him to make it. <laughs> so, um, Doreen Weekly's on. Joyce What. So- thank you guys for watching Laura Burke she's awesome her POD group
1: yes that's a great group
0: yes POD squad guys um who else planet Junebug Brandy Lozowski everybody say hi and make sure you click the like button um we want to be able to say hi to you got a very active chat going on there I know right (laughs) merch dad rocks yes he does (laughs) that's gonna be um your dad's like thing i'm trying to get my dad to (laughs) come to the meetup so we'll see if he does but um, yeah whoever goes to the hoboken meetup maybe you'll be able to meet my dad i sense a t-shirt contest for merch Dad. Um, that would be a great (laughs) idea i was trying to think of what to do for this coming week i think that would be
1: awesome
0: Awesome, and then my brother opened an account also, and he has already sold his first ten shirts. So I'm very proud of him.
1: All right, that's good. And, and contest after merch, Dad is merch bro, merch bro. <laughs>
0: that's fantastic. My dad said he'll buy one or two. We're making these for you, Dad. <laughs> well. So anyway, well. I think, Amy, I think we can just start asking the questions to you, because you're his prodigy. So you'd probably be able to answer (laughs) in his place. (laughs) I I would just start with one of the uh, first questions that people ask in the Facebook group, and then. Yeah. That's
3: a great idea. Okay, so well, Helen, your question about building the the brands. on for merch like we have many different niches so chris's mm-hmm. whole thing he told me you might even have to spend like a week picking like one solid niche you know uh-huh. and this is this is more for like if you're going to go with building a shopify store or like woocommerce or something mm-hmm. but he basically said like take your time you know pick something that you would love to basically be married to right right because <laughs> you're going to be doing it forever um hopefully and I think from what I remember, he he said he took like a week and he picked something that he was truly passionate about, which is the beer niche. And he was just like, it just stuck, right? I mean, he's coached other people where they've changed niches a couple of times just because they, you know, once they try putting Facebook ads out there and things like that, you know, things might change a little when you realize your audience is like 100,000 people and you need like 2 million to run ads, right? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, like when he was coaching with me, I, I was one of the people that changed niches. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm here one day and then I'm like, well, my, uh, my, my domain name is kind of generic. I could probably just switch everything. He was like, yeah, yeah. If you're not happy with what you're doing, you know, just, <laughs> just, just pick what you want to do and, and go and, uh, do that. So, um, that was, that was important though. The, the fact that he said, really take your time on picking that. And I think for merch, like I, I would never personally be in just one niche if I was on merch, just because I like to spread out and and be in a couple of things. But I do think now more than ever, the time is starting to come where people need to like pick, you know, I don't know if it's like five to 10 or, you know, just don't overwhelm yourself with like 80 niches. Right. And then try to fill all those uh, niches all the time. I think it's good to pick less than a dozen at least and just so do you to- have like um
0: like let's just say the brand is helen's t-shirts i mean we'll just pick out something like do you do like helen's camping t-shirts helen's cat t-shirts like do you do like some kind of overarching brand and then change
3: it per niche i i'm trying to remember like i was kind of trying to brand myself on merch and i was still getting people like literally ripping off the brand name even though it was like really unique <laughs> happened to
1: me it ripped my brand but added another word to it so when you do a search for my brand this person's come up with mine
0: <laughs> there's a merch mama imposter out there there is <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean uh that, that kind of discouraged me because I'm like, I mean, I actually had a hard time getting merch to remove uh the copycat. Even though I mean it was pixel for pixel copycat and it was also everything copied to the letter, brand, title, description. I thought it was my own shirt. I was like, wait a minute, did I post two of the same shirts? You know? And I'm like looking at the price, I'm like, oh no, I would never price that low. And, uh, so (laughs) the only way I was able to get it taken down, which is baffling because their shirt was put up like six months after mine, uh, was to send a link to my Shopify store. So I'm actually telling people right now, you should have a Shopify store because the only credibility that merch seem to accept for me, and this has happened like two or three times now is when I give them a link to my Shopify store. And I just say, Hey, this is my shirt.
1: And, and plus, I think, you know, I harp about it all the time, but I think it's important for people to always be um, considering having their designs elsewhere too. I mean, don't just stop at Merch by Amazon and Shopify kind of helps in the way that you're describing, but also helps you to establish a brand and and maybe get some traffic and some sales off of, you know, the Merch by Amazon platform too. That's you know, true. why not? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Real real quick, I have to interrupt this broadcast to say congratulations to Lance, right? L Bentley's Lance, right? Yeah. Lance. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lance, he just teared up to 500. So we gotta Woo! congratulate him. Woo! I think <laughs> like it's like a cool. good last time for people getting teared up. Like, I know, during- I've been hearing it everywhere. He <laughs> said he is definitely going to upload his 50 shirts today. So congratulations.
1: Awesome. So nice. Nice. congrats. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then Laura Burke is saying um, that she goes back and forth with the brands and the keywords. And I, I kind of do the same thing. It's kind of hard to know what Amazon's looking for and what will do the best. But I, I understand where um, Amy's coming from about building a brand for Shopify. Like if you're going that direction where you really want to build your own brand, that's like,
3: I don't yeah. know. You, I mean, you, it's much more time consuming uh in the sense of you got to be on top of your social media you got to be on top of um running traffic in a sense or at least interacting with your audience you know like my one uh fan page i've got i think like twenty-four thousand likes on it um and i've, I've been bad about it lately I, I have not been posting anything i tried to like put something content wise and chris is really big about a content, you know, on your, on your fan ba- pages for Facebook. Um, and basically like posting once or twice a day, something related to your niche that they would like either think was funny or do cute,
0: you, you know, do you use something to help with that? Like, do you use Ho- HootSuite or
3: something like that? No, cause he actually discouraged me saying that it was, um, way better for the Facebook algorithm for you to get um you know how you and you have page likes only like what two percent of your likes actually see your posts right mm-hmm. um when you use bots and things like that ooh, oh here
4: i'm having a whole i got a mini computer on me i was gonna uh, use my phone or my ipad but neither one of them work
1: i'm uh, having to hold the computer
4: the mini computer so the camera shoots up i'm having to hold it this way. Anyway.
0: Well, Amy was Sorry. doing a fantastic job filling in for you. She's a <laughs> prodigy. Then, then
4: my, maybe I'll put my bag. I got my backpack here. I'm sitting in the park and prop up my mini computer. It's a tiny little white, lightweight, one kilo computer. On it. Awesome. I'm so glad you
3: had that because I don't know why the the iPhone worked for the other Amy and then for you it didn't. <laughs>
4: so I don't know. I had my iPad and my iPhone. I had the app installed on both of them. I didn't anticipate any problems. <laughs> anyway. Wow
3: crazy
4: yeah well, i'm, here. I know, it's I'm very to... late but thank you for having me
3: <laughs> thanks for being here i kind of did your brief intro and then we okay. <laughs> they were like asking the questions towards me but um yeah helen no uh, we're which question were we on <laughs> the very first okay
0: well basically we're turning over the uh, amy is going to be leading this interview because she um she was she took chris's class or learned from him so take it away amy question
4: Alrighty. is my i'm sort of holding the camera the computer up because it points up is it angling okay yes yeah, so can yeah. see you
3: yeah, yeah. yep okay. i can hear you too um i'm just gonna start with avis's question on our uh our post for today with the questions uh avis asked what would be the first thing you recommend to someone just starting out uh, to build a brand
4: um the first thing you want to think about is what your niche is going to be i mean that's critical right i mean what is it gonna be? I don't recommend a general store at all. Um, if you're, there's a lot of people who do this general store method where they, they open up a general store and they'll grab a product from that niche, a product from this niche, and really that's playing what I call product roulette. You don't really know a lot about any of these niches and you're just getting lucky. And mm-hmm. do, do some people get lucky and get a big winner that way? And look, look in the Facebook groups. Some of these groups have 40, 50,000 people uh, selling on Shopify and there's one, you know, occasionally you get someone who who does that. Well, when Then when that large mass of people are throwing darts at a board, someone's gonna get a bullseye, that's just the reality. But it's not a systemizable business process, right? What really is important is that you understand your niche so you can create winner after winner after winner after winner. So the first thing you wanna determine is what's your niche gonna be? Now, a common mistake I think a lot of people make is they think, okay, what is the most profitable niche? And that's not always necessarily the right approach because think about this, right? You're gonna to have to work that niche in day in and day out. You're gonna to have to get an understanding of your customers, right? And if you're just going after a profitable niche, you could often make a mistake, right? And, and I've seen a lot of people fail that way. Um, a lot more, I mean, I have for that, but one guy, I'm gonna, actually I can go ahead and mention, he doesn't mind, he's in the Polish American niche, right? A tiny niche, but he's a Polish American and he really understands that niche, all right? He grew up with it, right? And he's able to associate and understand people and come with product ideas that, that work for them. and He's making a killing in that niche, even though it's literally 2.5 million people total on Facebook. Wow. Right. So, I mean, now he's outside of that small niche, he's got to turn over new products all the time, all the time, because it's not really scalable. Like, you know, can't really sell, sell 30, you know, 40,000 units in such a small marketplace. But anyway, that's the point. So, then you ask yourself is what am I into? I highly recommend you go into something that you are, you personally have a natural affinity for. Um, and in for example, Amy's now really into karate, right? She's got, what's your belt now, Amy?
3: Uh, Blue, black. I'm like blue more black. than yeah. halfway to, I'm more than halfway to black belt. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome awesome.
4: So, I mean, ask yourself, what do you have affinity for? That's number one, okay? And then number two, you will, then you want to start to analyze market size, right? Is the market big? Now, ideally, I mean, I just give an example of the Polish American. It's very small. Two million people. That is not really what I would recommend unless you truly are, I believe you can, you know, you're passionate about that. And then, yeah, you can go for a small niche like that. But ideally I think you want something that's at least five million or more people, the targetable on Facebook. So what you would do is you just go into Facebook and you'd put in your broad target. Um, so for example, in my case, beer, t- say 23 to 64. Male, female, United States, how many? if it's if it's five million or more you're definitely golden now as i just said it can be less you can get away with less but you're gonna have to turn over a lot of products you're gonna have to be getting new winners constantly because they they're not so scalable
1: mm-hmm.
4: um, with a smaller audience like that so that's so number one is what are you into number two five million or more and number three and and this is not necessarily a deal killer i've had i i've had students go into niches i thought i i in fact i have one right now when he Said, hey, here's a niche I want to go after. I'm like, I didn't even know that existed. And then we went into Facebook and, and it was like 4.5 million people. And he's like, Yeah, this is my hobby. And I and I'm not gonna say what it is. And and I mean, you guys see I'm posting results of recently of this one coaching student who's crushing it, and that's him. I mean, it was a niche I didn't even know existed. We couldn't find one fan page on Facebook that was selling anything. There was a few fan pages that were hobby pages related to this, but not a single fan page selling anything, so I'm like, I'm like, dude, I don't know. I mean, it might work. I mean, we can try it. If you want to try it, if it doesn't work, we can move on to something else after a couple months. he said, okay, let's do it, and it's working. It's working like like charm because he's a pioneer. He's the first one doing it. But so so again, this is this third part is exception is, is 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 a principle but not a rule. You can break this principle if you if you feel passion, you want to do it. But you ideally want to find a couple website, um, a couple fan pages, at least maybe three or four fan pages that are one active recently, right? That's the key active recently. Okay. Number two, selling stuff, right? And, and you want to see on their posts are getting a lot of comments and, and and likes. That is a profitable niche that you can go in and get your slice of right now. You have to obviously work hard and, and find your angle to get in there, but you can get a piece of that. I mean you think when I joined the beer niche, you know, it wasn't competitive. In fact, I had people, I'm I was in this high-level mastermind thing, um, and, and went to New York to event, and I told people I want to go in the beer niche. I had people around the mastermind, this is our experience I was sort of laughing, said like, Chris, man, that's a hyper competitive niche. You sure you want to go into that? Like, you know what? I, I know this niche, I, I love this niche, I can relate to these people. Uh, absolutely, and it's worked for me. Um
0: can, just because it's asking I, I had, interrupt I had, the I had one that. Second. There, yep. I just want to interrupt for one second. There was a question um, Dan Wentworth asked. Could you repeat where you find the information about searches on Facebook?
4: Searches. No, I said you search Facebook fan, for fan pages that are selling stuff. Uh, are you talking about audience sizes?
0: I yeah. think the audience size. I think that's okay. what you okay. meant. Maybe you, just go ads
4: into, ads? you go into Facebook Ads Manager. Um, if you haven't set up an Ads account, you want to go to Facebook. Sorry, business.facebook.com business.facebook.com. Then you want to create an ads account. You can create up to five ads accounts, and you can even get more if you ask special permission. Um, once you create an account, you want to go and create an ad. Um, obviously, you're not going to create the ad because, you know, we're just testing out to see the market size. Then you put in there's dem- there's certain demographics you can put in, right? Uh, male, female, age, country. So then you want to put in male, female. Just go ahead, all both, uh, United States. I'm assuming that's your country, United States, 23 to 64, and then put in your biggest, broadest key to, keyword. I mean, you don't worry about this. Is, this is not about precise targeting for advertising. This is just to get a, a sense of how big the potential market is. So just put in the – in fact, you could even pile up two or three broad words, right? For example, I might put in beer, brewing, um, you know, the most popular beer being Bud Light. Like, you know, see, see, what, see what kind of reach I – potential reach I can get.
0: Perfect. Does that thank make sense? you. Yes,
3: thank you. Did you have anything more on that, Chris, about
4: the brand? Oh, sorry. We were talking about yeah. So what you want to do is you want to find other um, fan pages that are selling stuff recently, if you can find it. And by the way, there's other thing you want to look at. I, I give you an example. Okay. Um, there was a one particular niche. Um, actually, you know what? I probably can go ahead and say because it, it didn't work out. Um, there's one particular niche was. Uh, some guy wanted to do an apparel store related to being passionate about being a New Yorker. Okay, there's been other cities out there that are, people have been successful with. Like I like, there's a couple. I know a fan page is very successful, and that's not my so it's a student is someone else's. Um, but anyway, Boston-related stuff, right? And and they started off that after the Boston bombing, and and they built this Boston passion page, and they're making a lot of money with that. And there's other cities. So he said, "Oh, they're making money with that. Let me, let me, uh, let me, you know." I'm from New York. I, grew, I, I live in New York. Let me try to make a New York page. And I asked him. I said, hey, do you see a lot of people around New York? Because I've been in New York. I don't see a lot of people wearing stuff. I love New York. I mean, they, they sell in the store and tourists seem to be buying it, but New Yorkers and stuff are not really buying that stuff. Are you sure this is, this is something you want? So I said, let's go, try, let's go find another page. And we found only one. And here's the interesting thing. That fan page had reached 50,000 fans. But they hadn't posted something in seven months. Oh, that's a bad sign. Yeah. I mean, if they had worked that business up to fifty thousand fans on the page, I mean I mean, I would I'd have to go back to the to the first post, but in that tells me that those people put in at least six months to a year's worth of serious effort into that niche and they gave up because they hadn't posted for seven months. So then, this guy—this is the guy in my methods. He said, "You know, I want to try it anyway." And then after like one month, he was like, "Man, I haven't sold shit. <laughs> like a couple <laughs> sales here and there. This is obviously people are not so. You know, that's an opposite sign, right? If you go and you find all you can find is people who've given up, mm-hmm. and you can't find any winners at all, that is not good either.
3: Yeah, yeah. Don't make that mistake." <laughs> <laughs> sorry, what? as a don't make that mistake because
4: <laughs> yeah, some people sorry, are sorry like
3: you know i know you felt this where people are very you know like stuck on the niche you know and they're like no it's gonna work but they don't want to look at the facts staring at them in the face
4: hmm. yep no i'm so i totally agree that you should go after a passion thing but also you got to look at the facts staring at you in the face yep yeah Another thing about oh that that, that that reminds me of something else this is a sort of separate topic, but one of the biggest mistakes that people make in this business is they spend too much money in advertising cost testing products. Right? They just oh this is gonna work this is gonna work and they will spend a lot of money you know fifty a hundred dollars testing a product not making any sales and they and and, and, and that adds up because this is an this is a question about it's about testing a lot of products right so that that'll add up I mean you got to cut. I, I teach a whole system of how you can test cheaply. And that's really important because you can save yourself a lot of money in testing losses. A lot of people don't realize how important that is, but that is massively important.
3: Yeah, agreed. Um, Avis also asked, in your opinion, which Shopify apps do you think are essential for a brand or a niche store? For a sorry, brand uh, store? Yeah, for a brand store. Just like which Shopify apps do you think are essential? Must okay.
4: have. there's a certain the apps are there are There's only a few of them actually um, number one fraud finder I haven't had a lot of potential fraud issues but I only had really had one the whole time I've here one guy tried to order a bunch of stuff from my store and we, we caught it fraud, fraud finder was great because it marked those as, as, as scam orders and it's a free app that's gonna cost you a dime so you want to install that Shopify makes that available to anyone it's a Shopify app and they make it available to everyone because they realize how important it is to protect against fraud um, the next app you want to get is an app called Image Optimizer. Okay, this is really important. Okay, um, it, this is cheap as, as well—one cent per image. Okay, so every image that you're going to upload, you just want to go ahead. What I suggest you do is you load ten dollars or twenty dollars on the Image Optimizer the moment you install the app, and just automatically have it up, um, image optimize everything. So what's going to happen is, is, especially if you work with good POD suppliers like Custom Cat and, and some of those, they will gener- generate generate uh, high resolution mock-ups which is what you want but they're heavy and it can slow down your site in a hurry and and the number one conversion killer is site speed mm-hmm. write this down write this down okay if your site is not loading in three seconds or less you have a I mean a serious 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 problem and you should not waste a single dime on advertising people will bounce in a heartbeat OK, you've got to get your site speed down. OK, and there's numerous things you can do. You play with the coding, and the RSS feed. But the, e- the easiest way for anyone who doesn't have, know anything about coding or anything or doesn't have access to a developer is to get is to compress your images. So you're going to load these images up, OK, right? It's going to automatically load through custom Cat or whatever supplier you're working with, right? T-Launch or whatever it is. And they're going to be high resolution images. So you want to compress them, right, with image optimizer. For, for most people, that will work. I, I've, it's very rare I've seen a situation where that doesn't compress enough to keep the, the load speed below three seconds. But if you, if you do have the issues, um, you're probably gonna have to either get rid of some product on your store, right? So you have less product, right? which is not a bad thing. A lot of people think that they, they should load their sites with, with, with tons of product, and that is absolutely not necessary. In fact be honest right now on my side i've got too much product i gotta go get rid of a lot, a lot of it right um less is actually more you know you want for example you know say men's shirts you want maybe 20 different styles right you don't want you don't need you don't need hundreds it's dust, you don't need it right so so the, the the one thing so if you're if that doesn't if you have speed issues even after running image the optimizer then you're going to want to start deleting some products right if you have speed issues after that then you're probably going to have to start Messing with the coding and the RSS feeds and so you're probably gonna have to get a developer to help you with that But this know you what you want to to work on is what's called the RSS feed And if you don't really if you have no idea what that is <laughs> I, I know I know what it is I, I can't do it. this is something you want a developer So you may have you may be screwed at that point and have to go for a developer But anyway, the first thing the two things that anyone can do without any technical knowledge is one run that app to compress the images Two, just Get less product on your store. Delete the stuff that's not selling or hide it at least. You don't have to delete it. You can hide it. So it doesn't appear on, on the store.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good to know. I, I do okay. the Amazon and Shopify integration. So a lot of my products are hidden. <laughs> so that's and, good to know about that.
4: That's good. And then the, the other app that I recommend, there's one only one more that I absolutely think is essential. is an app called uh, Tractor. Actually, there's another one. There's probably a second one. That, that's either two more that are essential. This one is $15 a month. It's a tracking app, so it provides tracking for your customers. It's really important, gives them a better customer experience It increases their chance of them coming back and buying from you again. But the other thing is this, is a lot of people don't realize this, but having the tracking there, right? People, people, a lot of people go, especially people who are very interested in shopping, well, they'll scroll around your site for a little bit and I've seen it because I've installed apps in which I viewed people's actions on my store and they will go, especially the serious buyers, they will go look around and then they'll go back to the page they were going to and buy right? And, with, and they see the tracking, they see this tracking, order lookup. It gives them more confidence to purchase. It, it builds trust. So they'll buy. So this app not only provides you a better customer service, increases your chance of um, them coming back and buying from you because you, can have, you have the tracking and it mails out the tracking. But also, it, it increases the chance of a front-end sale as well. Okay. And the last app I recommend is an app called Pixel Perfect. It's a really, really good app. It, it, it will it'll get your pixel fire more accurate um facebook's pixel with the shopify native integration um is so so i mean it does work but there's a lot of misfires and some missing data sometimes it just doesn't fire um, pixel perfect will fix that and plus pixel perfect will provide you what's called what's called a product feed okay so it'll pull all of your products from your store automatically and create a feed so you can create what's called dynamic retargeting ads. So uh, if you don't know what a dynamic retargeting ads is, so you ever go to, to you know, oh, you're merch people. You go to Amazon, right? <laughs> and the next thing you know, you go to Google, you're seeing the ad for the product you saw on Amazon. Yes. Or you see, you know, go back to Facebook, you see an ad for the product you saw on mm-hmm. Amazon. That's dynamic retargeting. Okay, so what's happening is they're tracking what you viewed and they're showing it back to you. Plus, there's more. It's even beautiful. What's thing that's really cool about Facebook's uh, retargeting, dynamic retargeting, Facebook starts to track what people buy in your store. So it, in the beginning, they would, so it'll show three or four, three to five products. It'll show the one you viewed and then two to three or four other random ones. But what will start to happen is Facebook will notice people who buy this product also viewed this product or bought that product. So it'll start to know over time which is more likely to, more likely to also buy so they will they will start to show that to your your site visitors for you. It's beautiful. Nice. Yeah,
3: it's like the Amazon customers who bought also bought, kind
4: of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this is thirty. So literally, I'm recommending thirty dollars a month in apps, and one cent at one time for your image optimization. So it's not a huge amount of money. Yeah. There's other apps and bells and whistles you can do, and you can start to get them once you start making sales and profit. But to get started, that's all you need. Nice.
3: Uh, Scott Griffin asks um, he's got a couple questions what does a typical day look like for you in the world of
4: for me it's different um, guys I, I have my store and I'm still running my store but as you guys maybe heard me say in the past for some reason I just enjoy the coaching and training more so this is my main focus to be honest with you but I mean and I'm still running the store with the help with two staff members but so my typical day is probably different than most people. Um, but what I'd recommend is to people who, what American people is look, especially if you don't have a winning product, you want to focus on getting testing products. And by the way, not just testing and then just forgetting it. You want to learn from each test and analyze what, what we're right, what we're wrong, you know, what was people's reactions. But you need to test two products a day. Two, absolutely two to two a day. You can take one day off a week, but six days a week, so that's 12 products a week. If you're doing that, and you're learning from the each launch. You will you will eventually hit a winner. It's impossible not to.
3: Uh, he said, "What and was uh, Scott had a question. Another, um, what was your biggest weakness with POD?"
4: My biggest weakness is POD.
3: Yeah, I guess since whenever you started or until now.
4: <laughs> uh, oh, wow! Biggest weakness is POD. Sold millions right. of dollars in sales. So. Um, Biggest weakness in POD.
3: Maybe like what you struggled with, like initially. Oh, like
4: okay. When you first started. I mean, what everyone struggles with and what I struggled with initially is, it seems that seems like coming up with the first couple of winning products is, is difficult. Once you've done it a few times and you start to get understanding, then it gets easier.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It becomes more of like a formulaic kind of process at that point, right? You, you kind of like know how you got to that level and then you can just rinse and repeat. Each
4: time, you know what I love. You know what I love about this uh, group. Let's see. It's probably one, two, three, four. <laughs> All right, six is on the call. Uh, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Five and I'm four the four. only
4: male. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Our this ecom niche is dominated by males. I don't understand that, but this is great. <laughs> it's the opposite. I love that.
3: You can you can thank Helen. Helen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you guys hear no, that's me? That's awesome. Again?
4: That's great. Yeah. Seriously, I've, I've always, I mean, you go look, in the, just go look in any e-com, Shopify, or merch group, 90 to 95% of the people are, are male. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I never guys, understood that.
0: Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure because my um, earbuds just stopped working for some reason. I have no idea why, <laughs> but um, uh, real quick about that is. Um, I don't know why either because I knew that there were women that were doing it, but for some reason they just blend in. Like they're not on YouTube as much or they're not at conferences as much. So, um, anyway, we're hoping to at least uh, show that we're out there. <laughs> so here we are, right? There we they're
4: are. Not, then, <laughs> yeah, they're not.
0: So, and then also, real quick, I just want to say we missed a question in the chat from uh, CM Elizabeth. They um, make mock-ups for mugs, um, so they okay. um, have all different unique ones that they make. And they are uh, let's see, eighty JPEG, eighty setting. Okay, I think they were asking that when we were talking about like pages loading and stuff like that. Like, is that size
4: uh, okay? I, I, I'm sorry, off the top of my head, I don't re- I don't remember that. The okay, uh, that's fine.
3: That's I don't good. think mugs would. be... By the be way,
4: I, I wouldn't worry ready. about it so much because you can up, you can up you can upload the image and then compress it once it's loaded. Okay, so.
3: that's good. Yeah, yeah. Because why why downgrade a downgraded image? So perfect. Uh, Scott also asked, "What's been your most rewarding accomplishment with print on demand?" Honestly, I mean,
4: I, I get really excited when I see people making big results. From what I from what I teach, that that gets me excited. I nice. post about that a lot on my Facebook. <laughs> Maybe too much.
3: <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. I mean, you're you followed the avenue that was like rewarding for you, you know, instead of just like grinding it out like a lot of disgruntled Shopify store owners. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I
4: got a successful store too. I mean, it could be bigger and better than what it is if I had more focus on it, but still going well, so I'm happy with it.
3: Yeah uh what is your main way for finding hot products or hot well he said hot niches but we know you're just in one so <laughs> hot yeah. products for your niche
4: <laughs> um there's numerous things i teach i mean in fact i've got eight hours of content on that in my income vantage course so obviously i can't give you every technique it's physically impossible in up to 15 minutes left but let me just give you one method that i think is really important and that is so, for example, if this is say you want to sell t- t-shirts, hats, mugs, whatever, go search. For example, I'm in the beer niche. I will search funny t-shirts or funny hats or funny expressions or memes in the scuba diving niche or in the dog niche. Some niche completely unrelated to my, or I would search offensive t-shirt, right, or something completely unrelated. And then I try to find something that's interesting, funny, or cool, and I try to twist it and tweak it to fit my niche. Okay. The reason why that that works is because I can come up with a unique idea that's that's not being pushed out, you know, in my niche, right? That's, oh, but the thing is, except step for, for when it's a real cookie cutter expression, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where, for example, let's just say that you know. I just like beer, I just like whatever, XYZ and three other people, right? That, that sure has been done a hundred million times by in every single niche. And that's the other thing is that's another reason why this idea that you have to know your niche is pretty important, right? You need to understand what people have been selling. Right? So you can't even recognize what a cookie cutter expression is, right? So so first, get to know your niche a little bit and understand what people have been selling, what kind of expressions are common. Then search other niches to try to find ideas that you can tweak and twist back to your niche. That way you get something that's unique.
3: Yeah, I was kind of going over a little bit of what you had taught me uh, before you got on, Chris. And I said, you know, your research stuff was what really gave me a foundation, you know, to understand print on demand and to go out there and find something unique and different versus just what everybody else is doing. Okay, I'm gonna do my version, you know? Yeah, And,
4: and, and you'll make sales that way, but you won't find what's what I call a driver. Product, mm-hmm. okay, and this is this is this is the most important thing it, you got to remember about promoting the okay. To truly make a lot of money from paid advertising, you need what's called a driver. Okay, what ha- what I mean by that is, okay, no one went on the shop. No, sorry, no one went on the Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest today to go shopping. Who did that? Just out of curiosity.
1: <laughs> you know, I mean, no one. All right. right. So,
4: okay, so now what you're doing is you're interrupting them today. You're interrupting them. Okay. Now, what will get them to go to your website and buy is a really cool, unique product that they find interesting for some, for the expression the slogan, the design or whatever. Plus, it's something they're passionate about. Okay, that will get them motivated to go buy. Okay. And once they're on your website, they'll buy tons of other stuff. A good number of people will say, "Oh, they're now in shopping mode. Their mind changes." Mm-hmm. Thing is, if you just take an average product that might sell. Okay. For example, let me I'll give you an example. I have a I, well actually i think we did it now but it's sold with people in the past but it said uh beer me right back <laughs> about a year and a half ago we had that cap okay and that actually did pretty well it did a few hundred sales but all of them mostly of them from add-ons now people would go buy go to my store to buy whatever and they say oh that's a pretty crap cool i'll take that every time i tried because i was like man why can't this is selling as an add-on why can't i get it to convert I tried several times to get it to sell on Facebook directly from advertising, and every single time I lost money on it. Mm-hmm. so that was not a driver. Yeah, it was something that people were like, "Cool, oh, now that I'm buying this, let me get that too." Yeah, type of thing. It wasn't okay? unique enough, you think? Like the phrase
3: or Yeah, it wasn't unique
4: enough. It's yeah. a pretty common expression to be in the bayonet. So, yeah, you need a unique, cool product drop driver that will get people motivated to go to your site to go shopping. and Once they're on there, they'll buy the other stuff too.
3: Yeah. Especially in the holidays, right? <laughs>
4: Especially in the holidays. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In the shopping
1: for Christmas.
3: yeah. I'm just going to skim real quick. We had some more questions we probably won't get to, but um, let me think. What are some future things we should be on the lookout for in the world of print-on-demand, do you think?
4: Um, well, the, the thing that's beautiful, I think this is the best time to be in print-on-demand because right now the number of suppliers that we can work with is increasing. Two, the number of products that they offer is increasing. It's a beautiful time to be in print-on-demand. So start digging in and looking at what's what's out there and what's available and start you know offering some unique stuff. Mm-hmm. You absolutely can.
3: Yeah. It, I mean, it seems like print-on-demand is still... And it's like baby stages, toddler stages, maybe, you know, it's just kind of getting going.
4: Yeah, I, I totally agree with that.
3: Awesome. Um, Helen, you you watching the YouTube comments. I'm kind of just on the Facebook. Yeah, questions. yeah. And Is I would specific- say, I know
0: we're, um, I don't know if Amy or Michelle or Brianna has a question. Do you guys want to ask questions for yourself, your own questions.
1: Hmm, I've been taking a lot of notes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's gonna pull out the whiteboard Yeah, in thank a you so much for coming on. This is really helpful. We really appreciate oh, it.
4: I'm really sorry that I, I had something. I missed like half the call. We could yeah. do another one in the future well, now that I, I know mean, that.
0: we can go a couple minutes over. I mean, we, we do an hour as a guideline, but I know like it's up to you. if you, want.
3: Um, if you have
0: bit. a couple extra minutes, we're, we're not trying to kick you off. <laughs>
4: No, I'm okay I'm okay
0: okay well I know I, I've been keeping pretty um, I guess one person just asked uh, the newest question is please tell me a bit about how you do manual bidding
4: how I do manual bidding mm-hmm oh man there's a there's like four techniques that I, I, I potential techniques that I use um which one do you want to teach? The easiest one to 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 use and implement, and, and also less of a double-edged sword, because uh, manual bidding can be a double-edged sword. In other words, you, you know it cannot work, or you can spend very quickly because with manual bidding you want to use higher budgets, right? And just just you monitor it quickly, um, you know, keep keep on top of it because you can easily spend money just like that and not get anything out of it. Um, but the easiest way to um, to avoid that and to try to keep the conversion down is you would put a high budget, say $500 or even a $1,000 if you have a hot winning product to a big t- target, right? For example, if I let's say beer was converting, the keyword beer, it's like 40 million people, right? I know it's converting for this particular product. So I'd put a large amount of money on it, maybe five, 500, right? But bid low, bid low. So, uh, I mean, a low bid, right? I mean, they, the default, uh, the best average it's an auction right and you never pay this much or if you are paying this much you just stop your advertising but um, the default is thirty dollars that's that's the default Facebook' wants to say okay your cost per purchase uh, auction is thirty dollars right now obviously if you're paying thirty dollars you're losing money the reality is you want to go usually it'll come in and hopefully around five to ten and I get those all day but what I want to do is I I, I want to try to go for the low-hanging fruit in that audience right because a large audience and this really only works on a large audience like millions but set the bid at like 22 or 23 and Facebook will barely spend, right? It'll of the $500 maybe it'll spend 50 to a hundred of it, but hopefully I can get and keep conversions out of it. Right. And, and slowly but surely edge up the bid a dollar to try to increase the spend. By the way, if you're, if you, if you, I mean, I, I honestly think that you should just stick to auto bidding unless you really have time to be monitoring your ads um and you have some experience with advertising because you know manual bidding is a complicated game
3: you can refresh your screen and have spent like 50 dollars in like a second (laughs) (laughs) no joke this is a true story (laughs) um cool i'm just gonna grab a couple more questions from the facebook group uh who do you look up to in the business world
4: who do I look up to in the business world? I like, I like Les Brown. <laughs> oh,
0: I like him awesome. too. <laughs> a
4: great guy, yeah. He's very positive.
3: Yeah, very uh, positive. I'm going to answer this one because I already know. Somebody asked if you had a general Shopify store run many niche stores. Uh, Scott, Chris just has one niche store. And pretty much you, you kind of discourage people from general stores overall, uh, right, Chris. I, I,
4: I, I, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of general stores. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just leave it at that. I, I don't recommend that at all.
3: At least for Shopify, right? Cause that's like, you want to build your brand there and not be all over the map.
4: Mm, that's right. If you're going to be in Shopify, I suggest you a niche.
3: Yeah, agreed. Um, I guess uh, he was asking some advertising stuff. So Facebook, I'm pretty sure is still the main advertising for you right now, but what else are you experimenting
4: with? Um, we're Instagram and Pinterest for experimenting with that and Instagram does pretty well. Pinterest we're starting to experiment with that with that as well.
3: Nice. Are you working on like building um, a following or are you just running Instagram ads?
4: Um, no, we're working on building a following
3: as well both okay. both That's nice. There was another um,
0: question in the chat and it said uh, how do you scale five dollar winning ad sets? Do you increase budget on that ad set or duplicate them several times?
4: Uh, neither neither of those <laughs> um, there's 14 Na- Amy knows and some of this is information that I only share with my master my members I'm sorry but um, there's 14 different ways that you can set up multiple different types of ads and individual ad sets they're all unique um, the easiest way and I'm gonna give you this one is called hyper I'm sorry it's called expand scaling and it's that it's just as the name implies, so just start digging deep and testing out new targets. New target, new target, new target. It can be a lookalike audience. It can be interest. It can be a demographic. It can, you know it could even be a behavioral. The behaviors performance is so so, but literally five dollar ad, five dollar ad, five dollar ad, $5 ad, $5 ad. If you just start expanding out over different targets, you can create a large number of ads, and it adds up fast.
3: That strategy worked really well for me. Uh- Q4 not last year, but the year before when I was heavily into the ads (laughs) Mm. But every day I'm on Facebook looking for new interests (laughs) (laughs) It
4: works There's other ones too, but that's the one I'm gonna talk about today
3: nice Uh, Was there any other things popping up on YouTube there Helen? No, that was it. Okay Uh, Let me just see if I see any more questions Uh, When starting a brand or niche store, in your opinion, is it a good strategy to offer 10% discounts and or giveaways to attract customers? I have signed up to a fairly new e-commerce store and they constantly email promotions and discounts. To me, that doesn't seem good.
4: Um, I don't think it's good to be hitting people with promotions all the time. No. I broadcast about once or twice a week. I know other stores and other people do Broadcast almost daily. I think that's a bit much. It annoys mm-hmm. people. So yeah, I, I like to do a quick promo about once a week. For and yeah. I'll send out one yeah. or two, the two emails on it. So I know I don't really nec- necessarily agree with that. And I also um, don't agree and I don't recommend. as you guys have probably heard of this? Is more of a drop shipping model. But have you heard of the free plus shipping thing? Yeah, people will buy some, you know, get some cheap trinket off of no. Shopify. and get, sorry, eBay or AliExpress and you know. Free, but then they only pay shipping and they mark up the shipping. Uh, I've done that in the past, 2015, and I know a lot of people have done it. And it just attracts the wrong type of buyer. Mm -hmm. They don't become repeat customers anyway. It's so I don't really recommend that method. So no, I mean offering some discount on your on your normal price products that's fine. You want that attracts the right type of person.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think it's like if it's all the time, like there's constantly a sale running or something, then maybe that's conditioning customers that your stuff is cheap or not worth the regular price.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think so too.
3: Yeah. Um, I think that was all the questions in the Facebook group. Uh, if anybody has any last minute questions for Chris, throw them in the chat. Um, I'm not seeing anything new, so.
0: Chris, do you want to just talk a little bit about your coaching or um, a little that's about exactly your- what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. You, oh,
0: end so you said, said like- <laughs> I can be quiet I'm sorry <laughs> go
4: ahead <laughs> uh, I mean you uh, some of you may or may not know but I have a program um, it's not just a course it's a group called ecom vantage so it's a cor- very very detailed course we cover everything products in detail, site setup Facebook advertising SEO uh, Google ads I mean Amy's in in there it's incredibly detailed course I've spent a year putting it together in fact to be honest to properly put it together I couldn't even do it myself i had to bring in seven experts to help me teach areas like for example i think you may have theresa rose but she's quite well known for pinterest yeah. she did the did the pinterest section of the course i mean i i'm not qualified to teach pinterest and i never pretend i am <laughs> um so that's why i brought, brought her in um and people are getting results and the thing about that one thing that's unique about econ vantage over other courses and is the facebook group but this is not, and, and how I say this is really important because I don't want to be critical of other Facebook groups, but I know for a fact that this Facebook group is unique and people tell them all the time, they get in there like, wow, this is amazing. Every question gets answered. That's one of the thing that's, it's important. Every question gets answered. Um, plus every week we do, I do a live stream in there. Um, Amy's seen them where I answer Q and A's. So it's, it is an interactive mastermind. And, and the thing about what's really cool about this is, By the fact that I'm so active in there answering questions, it's created this culture, and people people are active in there. So, it's a course, it's a mastermind group, all in one. And if you're interested in getting it, Amy, you have your yeah, I've got a link
3: on the YouTube uh, channel uh, right in right in our description here, and I think I also have it on our post and Facebook group with the questions. So,
4: so you can go there and get it. I mean, um, it's not a cheap course, but I can tell you, people are getting results. I mean, the guy that I posted um, just yesterday, who did $640,000 in sales in May, he's a member of the group.
3: Crazy.
4: So, I mean, that's, how long, and that, how and long this has this he small, been doing yeah. it?
3: Because I, I just heard about that.
4: Uh, a couple of years. He's been in the game a couple of years. But anyway, okay. I mean, there's other tons of people getting results um, with this uh, course of mastermind. So, I have absolutely no doubt that it's worth it. Um, we've had over 270 people join. And of the 27 people joined, we've had one refund request. And the guy literally got sick two days after he joined, he says, I'm I'm going to the hospital. And, and uh, that's what he said. I don't know if that was a real reason. But the point is, I mean, it's an astonishingly low refund rate. So that tells me that, you know, maybe it's a little bit expensive. People are nervous when they first buy. When they get in there, they're like, Wow, this is awesome. I'm so glad I made that purchase. In fact, I've had people say to me, I, I was on the fence for a couple months and I'm so glad I did it. But if you have any doubts at all and you want to go in there, just take a look. You can get in there 7 days, uh, it's a 100% refund period. You're sick of your voice. I've listened to your voice too much in the videos. I don't want to, I don't want to be in this group anymore and I'll, we'll refund you. So
3: <laughs> there's no, so much seven content days, in there you can refund for any reason. Chris, I haven't even gone through it all and like it was it was really helpful for me because it was like all our coaching put into like a little module because <laughs> you don't remember everything when you're having a conversation. And even if you take notes, you're like, what the heck does that mean? (laughs) So yeah, guys, it's, it's really in depth and it's not just for Shopify, you know, like the stuff that he teaches in there, the strategy, the marketing it's, if you ever want to build a brand of any kind, you know, that's the content is there to help you do so.
4: In fact, we do have a couple of people who have WordPress sites and they actually own their own physical store. One person oh, wow. in Texas and one person in New York. They actually have a physical store that they've been running for years, and they decided they wanted to start online. And they heard about my course. I don't know how, but they and they bought in, and they, they're, they're getting results. I know they're getting results because they told me. Um, that is one thing we have, and then lately, I've been getting a lot of requests um, to reopen um, my thing. I had, I don't know if you guys, I had a lower end uh, option. Uh, it was only a hundred dollars. Uh, called the Top Bat Challenge. I sold it for like a week. Um, this is all, this is more aimed at like true beginners. It's a mini course. It doesn't come with any Facebook group. There's no, I, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't offer, I can't offer that group support uh, at that price point. It just doesn't make sense for my time and effort, but, um, doesn't come with any of that, but it's just a mini course to get you started. It's all about selling hats and hats are hot sellers, right? So it teaches you how to, which hats to sell, how, how to position them, how to set up your Shopify store, how to run advertising. It's, it's a mini course to get people started. Um, and I've been getting a lot of requests to reopen that because people are getting results with it and the rumors are going around is, is good. So I talked to my, I just thought about, you know what? I, I don't want to sell this permanently because it was more of an introductory course, but it's for newbies or for people who've been struggling, who have not gotten any results at all, like for the last you know several months, even though they've been in this business. And we're going to reopen that, that bat on a 72 hour uh, sale. And in fact, I'm waiting for the, the guy, the, the, the person to tell me um. Just to open that up, we will have that available for sale in a few hours. And Amy, you have your—you'll have a link for that.
3: Yeah, I'll well. post it in the group yeah. and on the Helen. I'll give it to you to put it in the show notes. Okay.
4: So if you're interested in that? You can get in there.
3: And that's the one you're just—it's uh, called top hat because you're teaching people like the, the hats that are selling well. It's all right? about hats. Yeah. Okay. So basically, I
4: use hats then I create a formula. It's a formula on how to sell these hats for you. It's, it's the idea is to get you started to get, you know, to finally get your first success. I mean, it says on the sales page, the goal is to help you make your first thousand dollars profit with your Shopify store. And, or, so, I mean, this is not an in-depth mastermind course, but actually the feedback, I was a little bit, when I first brought it, I was like, Hmm, I wonder how this is going to be, we're going to get how this is going to work. Right. I just wanted to see what, and we had 150 people buy and, People, yeah, they're loving it. In fact, some of the people upgraded the econ bandage shortly after they were happy with it. So, and they're getting results. It's, it's a very, very simple formula step one, step two, step three, step four. I mean, it's, it's, you can be up and running with Shopify Store this week.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what people need, especially as a beginner. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Give me the steps.
3: The- <laughs> <laughs> get it going. Awesome. Well, that's, I think that's all the questions uh, we had from Facebook and. I uh, appreciate everybody pitching in and, and asking the, the questions there. Um,
0: thank you so much for being on, Chris, that was so nice. Oh, Thanks, no, Chris. No problem, I'm happy to come back and else.
3: do it again. Thank yeah, you. thank you, Chris. Bye, I was late.
0: Bye.
1: Bye-bye.
0: All right. Anything else, Amy? That's it for me. Anybody have any last questions or anything?
3: No. Says
0: thanks well we're so
3: happy to be uh, back
0: yeah we're so happy to be back it was a a long two weeks but we'll be back on monday and i think i'm gonna still be in new- i'm going up to new jersey this weekend for the meetup and to see my family um but i think i'm still gonna be there on monday so we might be able to have a chance to get merch dad on the YouTube Yay. show. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that would be perfect to do the Merch Dad t shirt contest because maybe we can get them to have it by Monday.
3: <laughs> Merch <laughs> well, Dad please. is Helen's dad.
0: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, all right. Well, thanks so much, guys. Please make sure to subscribe and, and hit the like and share this video and definitely join the Facebook group. Um, and if you live anywhere near Hoboken, New Jersey, Come meet up with me on Saturday. It'd be a lot of fun. So, all right. Well, thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye bye.